Hi everyone, it's Roger here from what's on at DisneyPlus.com. It's Friday, it's time for a quick Disney Plus News Roundup. We're going to be talking about the upcoming Destination D23 event. We're talking about some new trailers that have just dropped, an update on The Little Mermaid, and much more. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. Okay, so let's kick things off talking about The Little Mermaid. There's a little bit of a follow-on from yesterday's story about the digital release, which is going to be happening on the 25th of July. So that means it's going to be um, available to purchase on like Apple, Amazon, and Google, etc. It's also been confirmed that the film is going to be coming out on DVD, Blu-ray, 4K on the 19th of September. Now that is probably going to be an indication of when we might see this uh, film arrive on Disney Plus because with um, the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania film, it arrived kind of the same week that it arrived on DVD. Not confirmed, there's no official release date for The Little Mermaid, but just put that um, as a, a thing that we're seeing a little bit more now with some scheduling of how Disney are putting things out on digital first and then Disney Plus gets it a little bit later. So again, I know there's a little bit of confusion sometimes when we talk about digital releases, people assume that means Disney Plus, but Disney Plus is not considered a the same thing as a digital release because that's like um, where you're basically going to pay for it. But yeah, so the fact that it's coming out on DVD in the US on the 19th of September probably gives us an indication of when to roughly expect it. But again, we'll have um, official confirmation probably much nearer the time because Disney are going to want to sell those digital versions first and try and get those pre-orders in for DVD before it goes to Disney Plus because ultimately they're there about the money. Moving on from there, let's now talk about Disney's Destination D23 event, which is going to be taking place place in the Contemporary Resort at Walt Disney World in Florida from September the 8th through to September the 10th. It is a three-day event and it is um, generally it's about uh, this year it's about Disney's 100th anniversary but usually these Destination D23 events take place every other year from the D23 Expo. Now I want to get into a little bit of that first off. So there's a little bit of confusion um, online about Destination D23, kind of comparing it to the D23 Expo. Uh, just because it's got the D23 name in the title, there's a lot of confusion. So first off, the D23 Expo generally takes place every two years in Anaheim in California. Massive, great big event at the Anaheim Convention Center. Hold, I think la uh, last year, um, it was estimated maybe like 160 odd thousand people, including myself. Um, big stages where all the big studios come out and they do all the big presentations and we find out about new shows and it is a huge event and I was looking it's a, actually the, the convention space is about 1.8 million square feet it is a huge space it takes ages to walk from one side to the other however the destination d23 event is taking place at the contemporary um, resort in Walt Disney World and the actual room can only hold about 4,000 people and the square footage is much, much, much smaller. This is not a D23 Expo event. There's a lot of confusion online of people kind of thinking they're the same thing. There's also a little bit of confusion over D23, which is actually Disney's official fan club. So you get a quarterly magazine if you subscribe to it. You also get like a free gift, like this year we got the Mickey Mouse statue. And get bits and pieces. So um, it's, a, it's a, a fan club and they put on lots of different events throughout the year. But I think there's just generally a little bit of this um, disinformation around what D23 Expo and Destination D23 event is. So I wanted to clear up that a little bit first um, so you're not expecting lots of news coming out of Destination D23. We might get a little bit, we might get something, but yeah, do not be expecting massive, massive um, 
presentations. So let's jump into the details. This event celebrates beloved moments and memories with behind the scenes stories and special guests and performances. And they really get a sneak peek at the company's boundless future and be among the first to access exclusive shopping opportunities and experience plenty of surprises at a fan favorite event. So they have a, um, given out the schedule, not really given too much detail on what's happening. There's gonna become some presentations in the morning and in the afternoon. What is interesting, Disney is gonna be holding a Disney Plus Hallow Stream costume bash at 7 p.m. So that definitely sounds pretty interesting. But some of the things that we're going to be hearing from um, during the event is going to be um, a number of historians and Imagineers and cast members all talking about Disney. There's going to be a special presentation from Josh DiMario, who is the Disney Parks Entertainments and Products Chairman. So hopefully we'll find out some new information about the theme parks. There's also going to be some looking back at um, some of the history of Disney and also some catching up with some of the actors such as people that have played like Mickey Mouse and Goofy, etc. There's also going to be a Walt Disney Archives experience. And um, interestingly enough, the only thing that kind of popped up there from like the movie side of things is to celebrate 100 years of Walt Disney Studios, there's going to be a very sneak peek at the upcoming film Wish. So again, I just want to put this out there that it is not um, going to be full of information. They are going to be live streaming some of the stuff. I think if it's Wish, they probably might not end up showing us everything. At the last Destination D23 event, there was some like a half an hour Disney Plus thing where they talked about like, the, the Muppets Haunted Mansion and also um, A Dog's Life. So they have done stuff in the past, but again, I think it's going to be great to, if you're there, um, I the tickets sold out like really quick because they, they, they only have like a few thousand tickets available it's, it's compared to D23 Expo in Anaheim. So yeah, so just want to put it out there. There is going to be something I wouldn't be at all surprised, you know, if they were going to announce a Disney 100 anniversary um, like special or documentary or something like I could see something little like that being announced, but yeah, just don't be expecting loads of Marvel announcements and loads of Star Wars announcements. It's just, just, this is not the event for that, but lots of stuff to be looking forward to. I'll put it in my calendar. I'm going to be trying to watch those live streams as well. Hopefully there's a little bit of nuggets and stuff. And I obviously am a big parks fan, so I'm looking forward to hopefully getting some announcements about some of the stuff that's going to be coming to the parks. But let me know. Are you excited about the Destination D23 event? Let me know in the comments below. Okay, let's shift gears now and talk about a brand new animated series from 20th Animation called Praise Petey. So this one is going to be coming out with the first two episodes on Freeform on the 21st of July and they'll be available on Hulu the next day. No word yet on when it's going to be on Disney Plus around the world because it will, should be a, a star exclusive. They're going to be releasing episodes weekly so whether or not like maybe um, some countries might go along with that or we might probably and I suspect this will be the case. We're probably going to have to wait until the whole series is out and then we'll get it and then um, who knows. Uh, <laughs> It's really awkward with how they do these releases. Hopefully we do get it at the same time. Um, the trailer looks pretty crazy. Um, kind of this girl, she ends up like inheriting a cult and they keep killing people and she's trying to make it modern and trying to fix things. It looks bonkers. I'm not so keen on the animation style. It, it doesn't look, I mean, it it just looks a bit cheap to me. Um, the story might be really good and that might, might get me in, but yeah, I'll be honest, the, the, the trailer didn't really do a lot for me. It, it's like, okay, you kind of watch the trailer and went, okay, well, you know, white one episode, you probably could wrap this entire thing up and that would be the end of it. But a little bit of craziness in there. Um, we're going to have to wait and see. But yeah, the, the trailer didn't really do a lot for me. But let me know. Are you excited about Praise PD? Let me know in the comments below. We also got a brand new trailer for the third season of Reservation Dogs, which is going to be coming to Hulu on the 2nd of August. 
Looks like, again, they're going to be spreading this one out. They're going to be doing the first two episodes and then episodes weekly. They initially announced that it was going to be all at once and going to be spreading out. And I actually think this is a much better way for them to do it. I know a lot of people like the binge drop, but the trouble is with this is it just spreads out the content a little bit more and you know allows people to kind of check it out so again no international release for the third season has yet been announced i suspect we're going to have the same problem where we're probably going to have to wait especially here in the uk for them all to be released in the us before we get them because that seems to be the trend with this fx stuff but it might prove me wrong on this um and obviously the first two seasons you can watch right now on Disney Plus in the UK, Australia, Canada, and on Hulu in the US. So in regards to the third season's trailer, again, just more craziness of they've all headed off to um, like California, and then some of them have gone back, and how are they like getting in with their um, their families and kind of getting back into the life, whereas one of them is kind of on a, a hunt, and he's kind of got an imaginary... Um, like Indian chief that rides a horse and go, it's very weird. Um, I actually think it looks really cool. Um, I think it's, I enjoy this show. It's a little bit different. It's nice hearing different stories. And the third season, again, I like the aspect as well of just doing something a little bit more crazy with it. Obviously with it being a Taika Waititi show, there's always that little bit more I'm bonkers with it. But if you enjoyed the first two seasons, definitely check this one out. If you haven't watched this show yet, watch the first episode or two and see how you like it. It's, you know, the fact that now we know it's going to be ending at this third season. Um, it's unfortunate, but sometimes I think that's sometimes for the best, where we know it's going to have a nice little ending and stuff. But yeah, let me know. Are you excited about Reservation Dogs? Let me know in the comments below. Okay, let's now talk about what's new on Disney Plus today, because it's Friday, and it, there was a lot of stuff, really. Uh, first off, um, a whole host of new shorts were released on Disney Plus around the world. These have all been, like, restored. They're all in 4K. They've all been really done up. Looks great. We're going to be getting new shorts for the next few months to kind of celebrate Disney's 100th. So we got um, a number today, including Aquamania, Bath Day, Building a Building, Figaro and Frankie, Goofy Gymnastics, and The Skeleton Dance. Also internationally, we got a new star original thriller called A Place to Fight For, which comes from Latin America. There was also a new documentary series. We got the first episode here on Disney Plus around the world. All three episodes were released on Hulu in the US, which is The Ashley Madison Affair. So it looks like with this um, show, they're dropping episodes weekly. There's three episodes. I have watched um, one of the episodes this morning. Um, yeah, it's kind of a bit weird. It's all about um, a dating website from about 20 years ago that kind of got people to... Uh, kind of have affairs and stuff. It's it's a little bit creepy and stuff of how it works, but kind of shows how this um, website kind of blew up and then kind of obviously expect in later episodes we see the downfall of it, but it's all, yeah, very sleazy and stuff. So, but if you like like the sleazy documentaries and stuff, um, this one could be worth checking out over the weekend. Um, I do like the fact um, with these ABC News documentaries giving us kind of something a little bit different, a little bit more grown up. Um, so yeah, you'll, again, you'll find that one on Hulu in the US, Disney Plus around the world. So yeah, if you fancy documentaries, give that one a whirl. If you're in Australia, there was a whole host of Shark Fest documentaries added. And here in the UK, we did get a new film, The Hate You Give. So lots of stuff to be watching over the weekend. Let me know what you're going to be watching in the comments below. In our comment of the day, which comes from Nintendo 3DS blog, Disney doesn't know what they want to do with Disney Plus. So I thought this was quite interesting because it's very open and it kind of, I can see where the problems come in because Disney Plus kind of keeps evolving, it keeps changing. And I think all streaming services are doing this and a lot of products do. When you think back to what Disney Plus was originally launched as back in like 2019, it was very much, this is Disney, here's our brands, here's what we're doing. We're gonna be showing all these new originals. We're gonna be putting out there all this stuff. And it is very much like a family-friendly little streaming service. 
And then Hulu over here was doing all the general entertainment stuff. Um, obviously, internationally, that changed very quickly when they added the Star brand. And that's, to be honest, that was a big shift for me um, from the point of view with Disney Plus of just having so much more to watch and stuff that I watch um, like pretty much daily now because there's just great shows on there. But in the US, the problem I do feel has been Disney Plus hasn't been able to grow because of the big green monster Hulu and so therefore it's kind of stagnated a little bit. We've seen them obviously reducing the amount of originals they've created because let's be honest they've overcooked Star Wars and Marvel to the point where they're not as impactful as it once was. This Disney Plus also got a huge boost with the pandemic where essentially it sped up. Instead of doing probably what numbers, subscriber numbers it was going to do over five years, they did in a year. So it kind of quickly got a lot of people in. Um, viewing numbers and stuff look a lot down because obviously in the pandemic we were all at home and couldn't watch anything else. So it's hard to compare with that. But obviously in the US there has been this, this, this general slowdown of content. You know, they're trying to cut costs. They've been removing all of the content, which obviously leaves a lot of bad blood. Um, and the idea you could, I could see how, especially if you're in the US, you're looking at Disney Plus going, well, they keep removing stuff and the stuff they're adding is not maybe, um, you know, they're not adding as much. And I think the big key issue is that once they add in the Hulu um, option, you're then going to see Disney being able to fully send everything in through one platform and focus on it a bit more. You're going to be getting lots of more content in there. So adult subscribers are going to be feeling the same way us do internationally, where we've got new stuff to watch all the time. You know, where we're watching new shows and we've got content that keeps bringing us back in. Whereas in the US, and I would be in that same bet, I'd be probably checking in for um, Secret Invasion and I probably wouldn't bother going back in there for another, because that's what it used to be like years ago. But now, you know, like I said, we do watch stuff pretty much daily on there. I mean, just this week, last night, we were watching the Kardashians. We were watching uh, some of the episodes of Grey's Anatomy to catch up. We've been watching The Clearing. Um, I was watching the Ashley Madison documentary this morning. You know, there's all these kind of different things that go on there that necessarily don't come under that Disney brand. And I can see how US audiences kind of feel like it's a bit stagnant and there's nothing really that exciting because everything's either being cancelled, removed, or they're slowing things down. And, you know, we're not getting the same amount of exciting stuff that they used to. And they haven't really fulfilled um, adding in new stuff in the same way that they used to like a year ago. So I do feel like when you say about them not knowing what they're doing, I think they do, they have a plan for Disney Plus. They've just got to get there. And I think the problem again has been this big Hulu stumbling block, like an anchor around Disney Plus in the US. And essentially then that spreads around the world because if the US doesn't move forward with it, it doesn't impact the rest of the world. Um, but I do feel like that is a problem for Disney Plus is that it's not been able to fully grow because it's constantly had all of its like, general entertainment stuff has to go to Hulu and um, I think we are going to get to a point where you're going to have content being dropped on there weekly that you know daily with the new shows and stuff but the simple thing is the Disney Plus originals in the, the how we look at it aren't necessarily what we're going to be getting in the same way you're going to be getting in there new shows from FX, National Geographic, Freeform, you know 20th time you know you're going to start getting you like here in the UK, we get a lot of content weekly and, you know, it's going to be spreading out on different days. And once you start seeing that in the US, I think you might see where their plan is and where they're going. It's just at the minute, again, Hulu just sucks all this stuff out of the way of the US. But that's my view of it. I just feel also, you know, streaming on a whole has changed and it's adapting and it's moving around a bit. And the idea of what Disney Plus was, was never probably going to be able to just be sustained with them just throwing, you know, they can't keep putting Marvel and Star Wars shows out weekly. 
you know, because that has burnt the audience out. But let me know. What do you think of all this? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. Remember to go check us out over at what's on at disneyplus.com. I'll be back on Sunday with another live Q&A. And on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Laters.